This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I can't see him, but Eddie says we're good to go. Al says we're good to go. This is what we call a podcast. What's up, Al? Uh, good morning, Jerry. Uh, yesterday... We had promised the people a Pornhub study, the year in review. Yes, and we and, forgot uh, to get to it. We forgot to get to it, but I do. it did finally pop up the story on my uh, one of the uh, show prep websites that I actually only use one show prep website. I'm, su- I'm surprised. That's a day late. That's surprising to me. Yeah, they're a day late and a dollar short, Jerry. Yeah, well, you know, better late than never. But there were a couple of items on here. You know, they've got, like, what is the most searched terms, yeah. uh, the, the top of porn stars, Trending searches, top categories, this sort of thing. Right. And yesterday, when you were asking me if I had seen it yet, you said that there was a there was a, a term that you were unfamiliar with. Yes, I'm trying to pull up the story right All now because right. well, I don't I can, remember. What I can it was. tell you what the most searched for terms were, and then it is probably one of those categories. And I think I know the category that you are talking about. Okay. So the number one most searched for term when people go to Pornhub, they type in lesbian. Right, I know what that is. That feels like that's been uh, that feels like it's been a, t- a top search, Jerry, for years and years. Yes, the lesbian pornography. Right. The second one may be the term you're not familiar with, as I'm also not familiar with hentai. Hentai. Uh, mm, no, isn't that uh, cartoons? Let me see. Let me Google hentai or hentai. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like it's like a Japanese animation. Let's see. What is it? Well, it says uh, uh, safe search. Uh, anime pornography. That's okay. weird. All right. Ah, you know, you're into what you're into, but that's a strange one. Okay. Right? Cartoon, uh, yes, I would, yes. cartoon pornography? Getting into that is a little weird. A little weird, right. Because you got you got to ease into that. You got to, like, be like, oh, who's who's looking at uh, cartoon pornography? And all of a sudden you go, well, this one's not terrible. Right. Uh, the third one, Jerry, Ebony. I know what that is. You know what Ebony is. What about yeah. Latina? Uh, yes, of course. What about Asian? Come on, dude. <laughs> Threesome. Yeah, I'm good. And here's one that I actually thought would be higher up, stepmom pornography. Okay. Are you familiar with that one? Uh, yes. Here's the one I don't know. There's yeah. a few, if I can ask you, maybe you can help me. Okay. ASMR? What does that mean? That is... Because uh, is... that's Maryland. Yeah, so ASMR. I forget what it stands for, but there are there are even things on YouTube. It's It's people... Just talking and getting you into a good, a nice mood, like well, a relaxing mood. Is. Yeah. AS, I'm going to Google it now. Yeah, ASMR. it's some sort of thing to like ease you or relax you. So maybe this so is So why like, would that be on Pornhub? Then? Well, maybe it's a, like a, a someone talking dirty and it's, it's just that. Autonomous sensory meridian yeah. response. Yep. That's a pornography category? I guess so, if they're saying all the right things. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was the one I didn't know. And then the other one, at first glance, I didn't know what it was, but yeah. then I realized. And this is New Jersey's. Oh, okay. These are the top terms in uh, search per state, you're saying? Yes. Uh, femdom. I uh, imagine that means a dominant female. I believe so, yes. That's what I would guess. Now, this is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what New York's top one is? Uh, no. So I'll give you the first word. The second word is X'd out. Okay. Harry. Harry, I see. 
<laughs> that's that's the top. New York is like York. hairy people. Now, what I don't understand. So explain this to me. Hmm. So th- this is the headline in the New York Post. OK. And All I right. Want you to explain to me why it is. Headline is Pornhub reveals most God commercials. God. Pornhub reveals most popular 2022 searches dash Texas. You should be ashamed. Now, when I read that, I'm like, oh, my God, what are they searching in Texas? That is so terrible. You know what they searched? What's that? Panties. Panties. That's why, not offensive. Why should Texas be ashamed when you've got hairy bleeps, fat bleeps, big, big bleeps, and Texas should be ashamed? I think Texas should stand up and be respected. Yeah, Indiana has on here that they like uh, furry. I see that, yes. Here's a term I'm unfamiliar with, Jerry. Maybe you know. This looks like it's uh, up in, oh, my gosh, I'm so bad at maps, Jerry. (laughs) I know it's not Michigan. What's, like, to the left of Michigan and above Illinois? Whatever that is. Are you talking about pegging? Yeah. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I have no idea. What the hell is that? Should I I Google it? I'm afraid. Uh, I will. You're at work. Um, Well. I can. It's too late. What's that? Someone... Performs blank on someone by blank with a blank. Nah, I'm not that. We're not reading that. No. That's a, where someone uses a, a a toy instead. Oh, okay. That was a that's what that's called? Yeah, but it, it, I, I, uh, I don't like that. Now, when you scroll down a little bit, Jerry, you see the top 20 countries by yes. the amount of porn we use. And the United States dominates the rest of the world. Yeah, so let's let's revisit this headline. I think the headline should stay instead of Texas you should be ashamed. United yeah. States you should be ashamed. <laughs> I mean, we and there are a lot of countries here that don't look at pornography at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, Belgium, Sweden, Egypt, the numbers are really low. A lot of them. Yeah. Really, the United States is huge. Then United Kingdom, which would you agree is maybe 35% of our usage? Yeah. Then France, Japan, Mexico. Well, once you get down to like even Mexico, Italy, Germany, it is just really not used very much. No, the number is very low. I Good agree. for those countries. You know what's funny about that is I thought that France and London mm-hmm. were more readily accepting right. of nudes and naked people and things of that nature. This surprises me, actually. You actually said that one time. I see London. I see France. I see your underpants, <laughs> and that's where you said, "said I can't believe that they're." <laughs> so, well, how about this, Jerry? Maybe the countries that are free with their that don't uh, make it such a big deal, like France, maybe they're not interested in pornography because we because it's it accepted, a, right? We haven't made it a taboo subject. Maybe you might be right. You might be very right. Although I don't feel like it's as taboo anymore as it used to be. Yeah, I don't either. Clearly. I mean, Jesus God, you've got a, a regular show that's going to be streaming called MILFs or something MILFs. or whatever that we talked about on the show today. Could you imagine coming up with that show 25 years ago? Yeah. There's no chance. Now, here's a good sign for me, Jerry. I'm not familiar with any of the top porn stars. Let's see. I'm not, I don't think I am We're either. back in the day during Vivid's years, Jerry, where they were... Uh, the, the dominant thing. I knew all the Vivid girls. So they were also guests on Howard Stern show, so I knew them from there as well. But but isn't this also part and parcel to the idea that they kind of come and go now with yes. the way the business is? Sure, there's not a lot of longevity in the to get into a career of pornography. No, it's like make your money and move on. Yeah, Abella Danger, never heard of her. Right, Lana Rhodes, one. never heard of her. What does that mean? A trans girl? What does that mean? Where do you that see she, that? Oh, I do know what that means. Oh boy. Uh, Riley Reed, mm-hmm. Violet Myers, and Angela White. Those yeah. are your top five. It's your top five category, Jerry. Top five pornography stars. Yeah. Okay. I, I hope know. they used fake names. Otherwise, <laughs> someone looks them up on uh, LinkedIn. It's going to be trouble. You know what's so funny? What comes up above this in the yeah. newspaper article that's online, mm-hmm. which was also a story yesterday. All right. Uh, I can't read it, though, because Eddie will clip it and play it. Right. The headline is, uh, let's just say, someone that likes being with married men at Christmas. That's the headline. That's the headline. And then there's a photo. Like, you're going to be proud of this? I don't know. Someone's proud of it? 
She calls herself a professional mistress. Oh. And she's got a website set up for what she calls illicit encounters. I see. That's terrible. There's actually an ACDC Christmas song, Jerry, called Mistress for Christmas. I want a <laughs> mistress for Christmas. <laughs> Was he successful? <laughs> I get the oh, sense probably. Yeah, probably. The, uh, the, the, the fine fellas, Jerry, at ACDC. <laughs> love to play that tomorrow morning. <laughs> All right, let me ask you if you're interested in this. So I'm off the pornography thing yeah. now, Jerry. I'm into, uh, you know, I always like to ask you about documentaries and would yeah. you be interested. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in a documentary about Pamela Anderson? Probably. Yeah, I think I would as well. Yeah, I think so. They had the the docu-series with her and Tommy Lee that I did want to watch. I never did. Um, Because I do find in watching some of her interviews on, like, the daytime TV circuit and kind of listening to what she went through at different points of her life. Like, she's very successful, clearly. She's made a lot of money, clearly. But, boy... You get the sense a lot of emotional pain, too. Yeah. And that video, while it made them filthy rich, there's a lot of embarrassment that goes along with that. Oh, absolutely. Now, the synopsis for this, this is uh, coming out next month, January. An intimate and humanizing portrait of one of the world's most famous blonde bombshells, Pamela, a love story, follows the trajectory of Pamela Anderson's life and career from small town girl yeah. to international sex symbol, actress, activist, and doting mother. Now is she <laughs> is she involved in she this? Yeah. Then I would definitely be interested. Yeah. yeah, I like when people are involved in it. Yeah, I mean there's something there's something about a documentary where the person's not included because you feel like it's no holds barred. Right. But at the same time you're also not so sure how true it is. Correct. And while I'm sure she probably approved some of this, or maybe all of it, I don't know, I also feel like it's going to be a pretty real look into her life. Yeah. So, yes, I would be into it. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in this as well. Yeah. Pamela, a love story. (laughs) Yes. Supposedly, like, they found her. uh, She was at a hockey game, I think. She's Canadian. Mm -hmm. She was at a hockey game, and they put her up on the uh, Jumbotron. Yeah. And then, like, somebody who knows models or something... Went and, fa- went and found her. And, uh, oh, that's how that's she got how discovered? discovered? Yeah, that's how she got discovered. How about that? Yeah. Right place, right time. Right place, right time, Jerry. That's Which all really, it's about. If you think about anything in life, honestly, yes, it really is right place, right time. Like If I go back and look at my career, for real, if I wasn't working with Mike and Chris during the day, Back in, I guess it was nine. God damn, I guess it was nineteen two thousand and two thousand one. So it was, yeah, it was September two thousand until March of two thousand one. If I wasn't with them during that time period, when Sweeney, now I was doing, I was a fill-in anchor on the weekends. That's all I was, and at some point I would get both Friday and Saturday. But I don't think it was steady. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Point is, if I wasn't there in that building every day staring at Eric Spitz, who I know lobbied for me to get the job when Sweeney was elevated yeah. to beat reporter, you know how many people wanted that overnight anchor job? Many people, Jerry. And I really do believe if I wasn't there that it's very possible I don't get that job. And then my entire career is so different. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think you were meant to be there? No, I don't believe in any of that. You don't? I think it's circumstance. I think it's the fact that I was there. Just I got lucky because I can come across a lot of things I didn't get that I think I should have. And you can make the case I was meant for it and didn't get. I mean, really. So I think in this case, I happened to be the person that was there at the time when Susan moved on and they gave Sweeney the job. And I just it was it was right place, right time. I really believe that in life with almost everything. Right. You got to be good. You got to be right place, right time, and then once you get it, you have to be good at it. Right. I couldn't have been awful, and all of a sudden say, "Well, let's give him a try and give him a full time job." Ah, give the no kid chance. a shot. No, I, they would have kept me on that board. I would. I, who knows? I might have ended up being, um, you know, maybe I would have been the Mike and Chris board op, like Eddie has been with Boomer and Carton and Boomer and Geo for years and years. Because I did like it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like the uh, the tension of the show when things were bad. And as we've discussed, I was there when it was really awful. Um, but I did like the job, and I like being a part of that show for sure. So I don't know. I might have continued on that path. I don't. I don't know. You know. All I know is I was doing at that point. 
I had just started doing basketball play-by-play for free. Um, and I was working with Mike and Chris, and I was I would get some anchor shifts on the weekends. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's right place, right time. Yeah. All I mean, if you were in life, Jerry, if, if you didn't, if you would have quit the nothing job that you had, you would have never been paired up at one zero two seven. Craig would have never found you, and you might be in Florida right now. Correct. Who knows? Yeah. And you wouldn't be an award winning morning talk show host Thank now, you. like you are. Of course. Yep. That's and right. I am Jerry. Yes, sir. Of course, we haven't won any awards yet. But. Not yet, but we've, we're still young. We should create our own. <laughs> the Alan Jerry Award <laughs> for excellence. We should give that away. Right. Well, uh, just like the Pulse of the People, we could have our own award, too. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not real. What? I have one. I won one. You did win one, and well-deserved, Jerry. Well you know, I deserved. still never got my New Jersey Sportscaster of the Year Award. Well, that's because you didn't uh, pay them. Keith Sargent has it. No, Keith oh. Sargent picked it up for me. Ah. I never, he's got it. It's, in, uh, it's like two towns over. I just I forget to go <laughs> get it. He's got it on his mantle. <laughs> he put a piece of tape over your name and put his name. <laughs> or he bought a completely new ta- a new uh, new plate. Yeah, he's just uh, like I'll just take this award. Too funny. There was a story. I don't. I know of this man. <clears throat> his name is Stephen Twitch Boss. Yes, I actually watched this show. So yeah, so I you've seen familiar. the Ellen show. Yeah. He this, was, uh, this was, I was stunned by the seeing this. He was the DJ and dancer on Ellen. Yeah. Seemed like a happy-go-lucky guy, Jerry. Great personality on the show. Yeah. Seemed like so, everything was great in his life. He died by suicide. Yeah. At the age of 40, and it's just not adding up. Like, I don't understand, you know, this is one of the things we won't understand, right? So... When you read all about him, you know, he lit up a room. Yeah. He was super happy guy. They had just celebrated a wedding anniversary. He's got children. He's a great father. Um, he checked into a hotel and then shot himself. Right. And even when they talked to the person at the hotel, said he did not seem distressed or anything. It's it, sh- it makes no sense. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, he... Seemingly had a happy marriage. They seem to be happy celebrating their ninth anniversary. Right, not long ago, like last week. Yeah, I know. yeah. Just bought a new house. Has I, I, children. Is he a great father? I don't think money was an issue. Right. Um, the only thing you can think of is some sort of a personal relationship with his wife or someone else. Yeah. Or uh, who knows? Maybe he did something illegally and i don't know i can't i'm with you it doesn't add up to me and it was it was stunning when i read it or just his own brain or, talked him into doing this for yeah, some reason I, yeah i guess it's certainly possible yeah I, you know this is one of those things we don't know the man yeah but that was the weird thing so i i read a bunch of articles even though i didn't i was aware of who he was just from yeah. seeing clips on ellen but i didn't like have a vested interest but i was like well what, what what's going on here like why did like when someone seems to have a good life, it's very weird to hear something like that. You know, yeah. so I don't know. Except for the fact that we don't know what's really going on yeah. in his life or between the ear. It's yeah, it's brutal. That's why there's so many commercials now about, you know, mental health and yeah. things people are going through. And I'll always say that I we've always discussed this too, in that, you know, I've gotta think that stuff like this was like guys had issues and women had issues years and years and years ago, but you don't, maybe we never heard about it again because of the internet. I don't know. Right. Or maybe it's more, maybe it happens more frequently now because of the internet and because of, you know, the beating that certain people take online or I, I don't know, but it, it seems like it is everywhere. Yeah. And like, even to think, like think what he had to do. He had a, take his gun into a car, drive to a hotel, which he had, he had made reservations for, you know what I mean? Like all around, all along this line, he could have thought like, what am I doing? Yeah. And didn't. And didn't. Unless he was murdered. And I know they're saying it doesn't look like that. Yeah. But then again, why is he checking into a hotel? Well, I guess if you believe he committed suicide, he didn't want to do it at home. No, 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 I know. Was, you know. No, no, I know. I'm saying if he committed, if he was murdered, 
Oh, yeah, then what yeah. was he doing right, checking right, into right. a hotel? That doesn't right. make sense. It only makes sense that he did it for exactly the reason you just said. Yeah. But. Yeah, very strange. I don't know if we'll get any more information about this, but. I, yeah, I can't imagine. It was kind of all over the place yesterday. Very, very sad. He was a professional dancer, I guess, which yeah. is how he met his wife uh, on a um, So You Think You Can Dance, I think was the show he was on. Right. And I know they post a lot of videos, supposedly. Yeah. One as recently, again, as last week, where they, they looked, they couldn't look happier. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I that don't was a know. weird one. Very yeah. weird one. Terrible. All right, Jerry, let's do a warm-up program. Uh, tomorrow, it's a football Friday. We'll talk about the Thursday night game. We'll do cool games on the warm-up show. Right. And a bunch of other things, I'm sure. I'm we'll... sorry I'm not there. Yeah, that sucks, Jerry. You're going to miss our uh, holiday uh, get-together. It does. It really yeah. does. But I couldn't. When that thing came back positive yesterday, I was like, no. Yeah. That's why I took another one. Right. Like, there's no way. Like, I know I didn't feel perfect, but COVID? Come on. Yeah, that was a weird one. Oh, just awful. Whatever. All right, so we'll do it from here tomorrow. All right, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow, then. Have a good time tonight. You got it, Jerry. Listen, don't do anything stupid. You, Me, Jerry? I'm going to be asleep by 8 (laughs) o'clock. Fair enough. Shoot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't suck. How's that, Scott Shannon? Hey, what do you say we do this? It's Thursday morning. It's the warm-up show. The Eddie, I can't see you, but I hear you're looking fit and trim. And across from me on a screen, unfortunately, is Al Jalen Dukes. What's up, Al? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Where are you? Uh, dude, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so over this. Where, Where in the world I? is Jerry Recco? I'm in Denver today. <laughs> You're not in Denver. That looks like no, your basement. It is my basement. <laughs> I've, I've had enough of this, dude. Now I've what had happened? Enough. Uh, COVID. COVID? Uh, completely. And when I tell you out of nowhere, I mean out of nowhere. Yesterday, everything was great. Had a nice day at work. Went home. Everything was fantastic. About 2.30. Huh. That seems a little weird. That doesn't feel right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, by about 3.30, why don't I feel well? And then all of a sudden, at 5 o'clock, I had a fever. And then at 6 o'clock, get some tested for COVID. First one positive. I got to do this again. Second one positive. Okay, got COVID. Awesome. Do you just have a stack of COVID <clears throat> tests at your house? Well, yes and no. Um, we had them from the school. They gave them out to a lot of the students. And then my wife works there now, so they were given um, some as well. So we had like four tests, I guess. So, no, I don't have like a whole closet full, but we had four of them. So I took two, she took one, she's negative, everyone else is negative, and Jackass over here is positive. Hmm. I, can't, I can't take it. Remember back when you get COVID, it'd be like, you've got a cut. It was like if you got VD back in like the <laughs> 80s, you had to contact everyone you had sex with. Yeah. Be like, I had COVID. I'm sorry to let you tell you this, but I have COVID and I touched you yesterday. 
How many people would you have to no. contact? Me, none. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so, But now it's just like, oh, Jerry's got COVID. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's okay. just a matter of not being allowed to be into work now for a few days. And you know, it's the kill- this is the killer, honestly. Yeah. I've had major issues with my back, as you know. So I had the x-ray done a couple weeks ago. Then you got to wait for the MRI. You got to get the approval from the insurance company. I made the appointment yesterday at 1 o'clock for Monday. Guess what? You can't go. No, now I have to. Now I'm gonna have to wait till after the holidays. Like I can't win. Why can't you go Monday? COVID's out of your system now in like two days. They ask. They the ask. COVID. They ask if you've been COVID free for 14 days. Oh, that will not be the case. Hmm. So and you're I'm gonna, gonna miss our, our big celeb, our big uh, holiday, uh, a Boomer and Geo yeah, show get together. Yeah, evening. and I'm also gonna miss Rutgers Wake Forest on Saturday. Ooh. The whole thing sucks. It mm. really does. I guess the only. The only silver lining would be that I got this now as opposed to last week before I went to Dallas and would have would have had to have canceled on that. But then again, I might have gotten this on the plane. I don't know. So I who's doing no the Rutgers game? Me? Carlin. Oh. I thought they were asking me. Are you interested? It. I'm interested in doing it, sure. I don't For know real. any of the players' names, but uh, I'll just be like, that dude, they wear no. numbers, right? I'll be you like, yeah, no, you can't, and there's names on the back, but you can't oh. just do that dude. You can, let me, I like, can't if, go that dude number 22. No, you can't. All right. You have to at least know the Rutgers players. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I Could don't you know name them. one? Um, I if uh, Here's what I would say. If you told me a name, I'd be like, oh, right. You should know because you met his uncle. Yeah. Paul Mulcahy. Yep, Paul Mulcahy. Yes. So... I guess you could go just say he's got the ball every time. Paul, I'll do. I'll just use that story like Bob Costas used to tell on every single um, uh, talk show he used to go on, where he would talk about uh, being uh, at Syracuse and he had to do hockey and he never done hockey, so he picked one guy out and he decided that guy was going to have the greatest game of his life and just mm. comment on that guy. That's what I would do with Paul Mulcahy. Uh, you could do that, For and three. it would be very possible that he could have the best game of his life. Yes. Would you like to do a game with me at some? No, point? I don't. I don't think I'd be good at it. No, I didn't say call it. I said come in and do the game uh, with me. Probably not. I said I would say now yes, and then I know the reality. I don't want. I'm not going to want to go. Would you be nervous? or You just wouldn't want to make the trip. I just wouldn't want to make the trip. It's 30 minutes. <laughs> I know. I don't just don't like to leave my house anymore. Unfortunately, I, I, I understand. I got gotcha. you. Then a big thing went around the social media yesterday, and I I think it started with Keith. I was listening to Cartner Roberts, and Keith McPherson had tweeted out. Uh, there's this uh, website you could go to and type in a Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. Like you type in your Twitter handle, and then it will tell you the top ten people that go to your site, go to your Twitter the most. Okay, and so everyone was doing it. And you mean they people were... that people see your post? You mean no people that like visit your profile. So somebody's oh. going, let me check out Jerry Recco's Twitter. Okay, so and then it would bring up the top ten people. So. You know, Carton and Roberts were going through there, punching everybody's names in mine. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Spikes, uh, Geos, Boomer, all stuff. But it doesn't really make sense because, like, on mine, one of the top people that came up was Chris McMonagle. Okay. And I believe him when he says, nothing against Al, but I, I, I don't visit his profile. Yeah. Who Do you visit anybody's profile? Only if I don't know who they are. Yeah, which is rare. Like, you're not doing it. Often, I wouldn't think. Or if I don't follow them and I wanted to see if they responded to something. Right, okay. Or if they had a take on something. Yeah. Because uh, Pete Hoffman posted his, and I'm on his list. I honestly, again, nothing against Pete Hoffman. I don't know the last time I went to his Twitter profile. You could barely recognize him in the newsroom. I know Pete Hoffman. (laughs) But, yeah, so I, I think the whole thing's stupid. Doesn't make sense. It probably just figures out. People that are around you in the business, and it just randomly selects them. Yeah, it was funny because John Jastrzemski came up under every single WFAN personality's right. profile as yeah, right. that he's going there. I honestly cannot think of the last time I checked someone's profile. I'm yeah. not saying I haven't done it. Surely I have, but I couldn't tell you the last time I did that. Yeah. Yeah, the only time I've done it is if somebody has, like, breaking news or something. I'm like, I don't know this name. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That's when you go to verify that it's not someone making up a name and you're not off by a letter. You're looking for the blue check mark on the followers. By the way, is the blue check mark gone? I heard it's gone today or tomorrow. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm I'm still paying for for mine, Jerry, because I want to see if this helps Twitter. You started paying already? Well, I started paying when they told me I had to start paying, and then Uh, all of a sudden they they suspended it, but I still get charged. (laughs) <laughs> I got charged like two days ago for it. Sorry. $7 or on? 4 
How much? I think it's eight dollars. Eight dollars. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, I'm out on that. You have your blue check mark. Well, I'm doing it because I want to see if it helps my. Because right now Twitter is dead. Stinks, and yes, I, I and I hear Elon Musk saying every oh we've got the most engagement. I see knowing my Twitter engagement. Stinks. So has it been better? No. Okay. It hasn't. I have not noticed any difference. I'm still getting followed by Bitcoin robots. <laughs> And uh, girls that want uh, to meet me for um, drinks, drinks or whatever, yeah. like fake. Uh, <laughs> Hi, how are you? I notice you, and they pick something now where they, I don't know. There must be some sort of intelligence that knows, like you have a picture of a dog because yeah, be like, sure. Oh, hi! But they're all the same. It's like hi. I notice you have a dog. Please tell me what. What is the make or what is the, you know, what is the breed? And I was like, well, this is your fake. Right. They're just trying to get you engaged. Yeah, they're trying to engage. But I about what, I don't know. Because engaged in, I don't in know. what way? It just doesn't make sense. Some uh, They probably sell some information to someone. Who the hell knows? I give up on all this internet stuff, right. honestly. So when that, I want to see that cleaned up. Yeah, Then I I'll gladly you. pay. If it doesn't clean up. I'm out of here, You're Jerry. gone. I don't blame you. Here. I Jerry, hear you. Jerry, there's a big Thursday night football game tonight. There is a Thursday night football game tonight. The, and a good one, too, by the way. Yeah, I think this is a good one. It's uh, the San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. Right. Now, why am I seeing Brock Purdy? Is, he's playing. Is he's quest- playing. Well, why, so why do they put out these Well, because he because he got banged up a little bit this weekend, and I think they are supposed to... When a player has any type of injury, by league rules, you have to put them on the injury report. So questionable to, to me seems a bit much. I would yeah. have put him as probable if that's Correct. still even a, um, a way you designate it. I'm not even sure anymore. But um, I think he went through practice limited. He's going to play. He talked about the game. I played the clips yesterday. In no way, shape, or form is Brock Purdy not going to start tonight. Right. There's no way. Yeah, that's what, so that's what's silly about having to designate him as questionable. He's not questionable. No, he's playing. He's probable, like you said. I never see that anymore. Maybe they've taken that away. Yeah, I think what they do is now it's limited, full participant, uh, questionable for the game, things of that nature. So I, he's going to play. So I'd don't even see, think about it again. I'd rather see limited. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. Then I feel like he practiced, but he was limited. We're not going to put the guy through the ringer. He's got a game to play. A little sore. A little sore. little sore. He'll be fine. Do you think there's any way a guy like Brock Purdy or Mike White Purdy. is not going to play if there's any possible way they can? No, I do not. I believe they will play. Their exactly. futures are in their own hands. Correct. They, they, Jerry, as individuals, control their own destiny. 100%. So it's not even a thought. Uh, to me, it's whatever. Brock Purdy's playing tonight, and we got a good game. We got him against Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Yes. So, I, you going to stay up for this one? Well, if, uh, we're, dinner? if we're still out to dinner yeah, or uh, 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 an after-dinner drink. or I have, uh, I have to tell you, I am, I am like, legit disappointed about this. Is tonight. that right? I am. I am. This has been on my calendar for a month and a half. Yeah. We're Ugh. going to get some steaks tonight. And you know what was nice about it, too? There were no big plans out till midnight. Yeah, the time true. of dinner was perfect. After dinner, a nice little cocktail, maybe watch the first quarter of the game, yep. go back and get a good night's sleep. Yep. Wonderful. Jerry. Hotel's right around the corner. Oh, yeah. No no worry about parking. It was easy. Ugh. Well, we would have to worry about parking because you do have to figure out where you're putting your car for well, the whole night. Well, I, <laughs> I imagine you had to deal with that already today, though. Uh, Not yet. I put it in a regular uh, street spot, and I'll have to move it to, like, a lot or something. Yeah. Why do that? Just pay the meter. All day long? Well, how much do you think a spot in the lot's going to be? Well, I, I, I park in the lot where you... This is what I look for in a lot in New York City. Coupons. <laughs> <laughs> I like when you park your own car in a lot. It's a self lot. Yes. Because then that's, that's actually probably cheaper than all day uh, uh, thing. Oh, you're by the river. I know where you are. Yeah, I like that. I, w- right. I would park in garages more in New York if I could just park the car myself. I don't I, like giving my car over to somebody. I agree. Because the the hardest part about that is when you go get your car. Yes. Like it can take 20 minutes. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. that and they move the seat. They move the mirrors. You know what you need? You need the motorized scooter in the back of your car so you can park the car, mm-hmm. then scoot your way to work and not have to stop or walk or deal with weirdos walking around at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's the other problem, like to park in the garage at 3 o'clock in the morning and I got to make my way to the building. Plus, Pass. you could get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never That's know, happened Jerry. before. You can get a karate <laughs> kick to the face, punch in the face. Ju- well, I had no jujitsu, so I'd be able to defend myself. What would, be, what would your stance be like? <laughs> I'd just be like, uh, I don't know what type of stance. Not get a good start, a, Al. Let's go. Give I me would, the stance. I would get into a stance where I would like, like uh, the 1920s boxers would stand to pose for photos oh, like geez. this. I'd get okay. in a stand. Well, no, don't. Your hands like that are you nuts. Mr. Uppercut. Oh, God. You're going to look like a toy. That's what They're the going to have their way with you. That's what the old uh, boxers looked like. They hey, Charlie, the, look at this dork. They had the, since 1921. <laughs> they had the, the Raleigh Fingers mustache, and they would hold up their uh, arms like you? they were going uppercuts. You can't stand there like this. If you stand there like this, you're going to get your ass kicked. What if I did the karate kid stance? <laughs> no, you can't do that either. That'd be great. <laughs> such an On idiot. the street in New York City at 3 in the morning, I'm in the uh, karate kid crane. You, the crane. You, you you honestly concern me. You you Do you have the stun gun? Uh, no, I have my don't. weaponry, Jerry. All right. I've got weaponry on me. You, just, you don't you, worry about that. You make me nervous walking the streets of Manhattan you at 3 o'clock in the morning. You don't worry about that, Jerry. I've got my weaponry with me at all times. I've got a, I walk around with a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and if I see anyone on the street, I fire a warning <laughs> shot first. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Like, I could see Eddie walking down the middle of, you know, 7th Avenue at 4 o'clock in the morning. He looks too nice, too calm, too casual. No right. one's going to bother him. You, though, if you're walking around, head on a swivel, you're yeah, a target. I'm and a then you do swivel. this. Oh, my gosh. Not good, Al. Not good. That would good. be great. If you saw a guy walking around New York City with a bow and arrow, you'd be like, I'm going nowhere near this guy. I should just do that. Sadly, about 10 years ago, I would have thought, call the cops. These days, I would say, oh, look, a guy with a bow and arrow. Oh, yeah, look. I mean, there's a guy hunting in New York City. <laughs> for well, deer. you did see that, that opening for the rat czar, right? Yes, the New York City's looking for a rat czar. Hundred and twenty thousand. I just go and kill. I would just feed them poison. Yeah, no, that's a good salary too to go kill rats. Yeah. So that job's open if you're interested. All I right. know. I know you don't like rats all that much. I, I saw that not. posting the other day, and I thought of you immediately. Yeah, I did. I remember seeing that as well. So is that job done? That's got to be like between ten p.m. and five a.m. Oh yeah, right? you gotta you gotta be out when the rats are out. You could wear like a Batman mask. <laughs> <laughs> Rat Man. <laughs> Al Duke stars as Rat, Rat Man. Man. <laughs> that actually is, though, if you're listening, that's not a bad little idea. And I get like, a mask that looks like the head of the rat that the unions put up when uh, <laughs> scab workers are working. The giant rat that's yeah. in front of the building. Yeah, I love that. I love when I see the big rat in front of the building. <laughs> that's That would work. Well, there was, wasn't there a rat in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I did not see that, Jerry. You could be patterned after him. I think that's their, their sensei, I'm pretty okay. sure. He's a rat. I mean, this is perfect for you because you want to get into jujitsu. Mm-hmm. You've got a rat sensei. You could put it all together, and you could be that, and then you walk around with your pellet gun, and you take out the rats. Pew, pew, pew. As, as you lay down, rat. he springs to life. Rat man. Rat man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's take a break. Uh, really good. That was a great opening on the Knicks, um, who won last night in Chicago. <laughs> Fifth straight, I, say, I saw, Jerry. Yeah, they're playing well. How about this? So earlier in the year, we had the Jets and the Giants playing really well, and it was kind of fun. Right now, you've got the Nets playing really well. You've got the Knicks playing really well. I believe combined, they've won nine straight. The Nets have won four in a row. The Knicks, five. Um, and all of a sudden, the Nets are like the four or five seed in the East. The Knicks are six right now. How about that? Yeah, but uh, I think if the Jets and Giants weren't still in the mix and if the Mets and Yankees weren't still in the news yeah. signing players, that, that that we'd be more buzz for the Knicks. Oh, I, I agree. You know? I'm not saying that that's right or wrong. I'm just saying we actually might have two decent basketball teams in this town so that when all that stuff, like the baseball stuff is kind of, it's it's kind of coming to an end. I mean, there's really no one left to sign. The Mets have done what they've done. Maybe the Yankees get Rodon. Who knows? Maybe there's a trade. But for the most part, although Noah Syndergaard went to the Dodgers, um, that's kind of done. And football, if they don't win this weekend, that could be done too soon. So For the Giants. 
Well, the Jets too. I mean, yeah. if the Jets lose and go to seven and seven, and you look at the teams around them now, all of a sudden they're in a lot of trouble. So we shall see. Anyway, we've got a whole bunch more to do, and Boomer and Geo coming up at six. It is Alan Jerry. Till then, right here on the fan. All right, great to have you with us. The warm-up show on a Thursday morning, 25 after 5. we got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. Big, huge Week 15 game tonight. Big weekend coming. This is Bob Dylan? It's uh, Traveling Wilburys, but yes, the Bob Dylan vocal lead. Yeah, I don't know this one. Very nice. Tweeter and the Monkey Man. It's uh, it's sort of like a, a, a mocking of Bruce Springsteen a little bit. Oh, I'm surprised you play that. Yeah, well, it's, it was all done in good fun, Jerry. All right, fair enough. I see uh, Zach Wilson is now going to be the number two quarterback this week. Number two. Yes. I like this move. Uh, yeah, all right. Right? Yeah. I, Give I, the guy a chance. Like, First of all. Well, give him a chance to stand there with a the uniform on, yes. Well, also, you know, the Lions... They're uh, they're going to the work. They're going to work the ribs, Jerry. <laughs> Working the ribs. I knew you were going to say. You know that. the Detroit Lions are going to work the ribs, and they're they are definitely going to take shots at uh, Mike White. So there is a chance he has to go get a quick evaluation. He'll be back, but they got to throw uh, Zach Wilson in there, and then the guy gets a chance now. If if he gets a, a couple plays here and there, yes, to show us what he's got. I really do hope, though, this is a weird one because just from this standpoint, you're right. For the Jets who drafted him, I think they want him back in the game. I really do believe yeah, that. Which is weird. You found the guy, but. Right. The problem with me with that is you've got a guy who looks the part, very much is playing the part. I kind of want to see the rest of the season with him to know if he is the guy or not. And then let's say he is. You're the Jets. What the hell do you do in the offseason? Yeah, I don't know, because uh, who do you trade him to? Were you trading Mike White? No. I was going to say, okay. No, 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 no. Talking no, about Zach no, Wilson. No. Yeah, the the, the uh, whole locker room loves Mike White. Yes, I'm that's Mike the White. other that's the other part of the equation. It's not just how tough he is and how he's played. You've got these guys loving him, and all of a sudden, if he's not the quarterback and Zach Wilson's back, now it's one thing if it's by injury, clearly, but I don't know how motivated is not the right word. I don't know how engaged they are with Zach Wilson, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's an it's an odd one. And if Mike White gets hurt by chance, you're still not going to know. Yeah, I wonder, like, if Mike White takes a shot to the ribs and has to go out for – because there's a rule, right? Like, if you if you go down and need to be helped off the field, like, they you, you have, have to miss a play. You have to miss a play, right? Correct. But they're going to drag him into the tent, all this stuff. So Zach Wilson might have a set of downs. Would they just have him hand the ball off? Would they give him an opportunity to throw down the field? You don't. He's know. your first round draft pick. You've got yeah. to go out there and play the game. So not I, just running the ball up the middle. No, up this isn't middle. like when the third string quarterback comes in and you're just hoping he doesn't turn it over when yeah. you run it nonstop. I mean, you got to let him go out there and play if, in fact, he gets on the field. That said, now listen, it's the right move. Joe Flacco doesn't even look like he wants to be there. We've talked about this before. Let him be the three. That's fine. He can be the one that's uh, you know not ready to go, not active, and so it is what it is. But this is—I agree with you with how physical Detroit plays. There's a, there's always a chance that Mike White gets hurt again. How about this? How about the guys up front protect him? Yeah, I'd that? be like, uh, you know, my ribs hurt. Could you not have guys in my ribs? Yeah, in two exactly. seconds, dropping back. You know, last week with the Cowboys and Texans, this vaunted Cowboys defense, I don't think they had one sack. And if I I could be wrong, I don't think they had more than two or three quarterback hits. Like, they couldn't get to them because they got the ball out so fast. And when they were pressured a little bit, quarterback would just roll out and throw it. I mean, that's what you need. You want Mike White going out there and not getting not getting the jersey dirty, as they say. And now Mike White knows that Zach Wilson's behind him. If he takes a hit, he's got to get right up, Jerry. He can't afford to miss a play. Uh, well, opportunity for Zach perhaps this weekend. Perhaps not. We'll see. I'm really rooting for Mike White to get Me the too. game in. And I want to see him play well because I like the story. If I'm Zach Wilson and I get in just on a, like, Mike White has to – go out for a play because uh, he was laying down on the field. And they, like, call in a run play. I know what you're doing. Dude, go deep. Everyone go deep. Zach Wilson (laughs) will get the the play in his headset, and he's going to look around and say, guys, listen, hey, Garrett, fly pattern. Right, fly pattern. Corey, slant route. 
I'm hitting one of you. I'm dropping back. And Elijah, yeah, I'm looking for you too. Yeah. Go deep down the left sideline. I'd be like, Garrett, down and out, go long. <laughs> there's no, but there's no Chevy to turn in on. Yeah. Like, El- you got to go hit the yard marker. <laughs> Elijah, down and in, pump it to you once. As soon as you turn up the field, I'm floating it to you. <laughs> Make sure you turn around. Make sure you're ready. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, I ain't running no football or throwing those oh, swing passes. Great. That would be tremendous. Imagine the post game press conference. Yeah. Boy, coach, you really let him let it fly. Yeah, yeah we didn't we didn't call that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, right, then he'd be. We'd know if he was uh, back to third string the next week. Easily. We can't Easily. trust him unless they won. If they won, hmm. you're right. Like, let's say he calls the plays. Like, I'm not doing this run play, and then boom, bomb down the field. <laughs> Well, that's the uh, that's the whole no, 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 yes, okay, fine. Yes. Right. Yeah, don't do Oh, okay, it worked, then it's good. Exactly. Uh, Tom Brady, I see, Jerry, is on pace to break the single-season NFL records for pass attempts and completions. Yeah. At 45 or however old, however old he is now. Yeah, he's 45. They don't run the ball. They're, again, this is... We can say everything we want about his personal life, and by no means am I saying it hasn't played a part in the season for him. It's a human nature. It has to, for sure. So let's put that aside for the moment. Their offensive line play might be the worst in football. They can't run the ball. He has very little time to throw. He's gotten hit a lot this year, and yet because they can't run the ball, they throw it on almost every down. So that doesn't surprise me. Plus, I would love to see where the Bucks stack up in drops on the season. Because every time I'm watching them, I feel like a young receiver is dropping an open pass. Well, even Mike Evans has a lot. Like, I feel like yeah. has a lot of drops. Let yeah, it's not the... been good. They've been, like, they've been bad. And I don't necessarily think, when I watch Brady throw the ball, he's still throwing tight spirals, but he's off. He's off with his, with his wide receivers and his tight ends. And partly, I would think that's mostly on them. I, I really do. Like, I think he's been fine. Um, but they're just, they're not good. And people are going to kill Todd Bowles, and yet it is what it is. I mean, the way it ended here, fine. Um, where the Bucks went from to where they are right now, I get it. But that offensive line is terrible. And I don't know that any coach would get better out of them. I really don't. So I looked. Uh, Tom Brady has 579 attempts okay. in 13 games. I did a cal- I broke out my calculator app on my cellular telephone, Jerry. Is that 47 attempts a game? 44 and a half attempts okay. a game on that's average. A yeah, that's that a is lot. a lot. Sure is, especially for an older guy. An older fella. No chicks. All dudes, <laughs> no chicks. Yes. Yeah. Although Chris Russo believes that he's got chicks. What do you mean? We'll get to that at 630. Oh, okay. A little audio. Ooh, a little, a little audio tease. tease. Yes, how about that? A little audio tease for you, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I hope Tom Brady breaks it. I hope he breaks the completions. The attempts one. Hmm. I love an, an attempts one. Just, I mean, you could string, you know, at the end of red zone day, they string together all the touchdowns. Yes. I want to, at the end of the season, see Tom Brady's 800 attempts all in a row. You have time. Why don't you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you got NFL plus. You have plenty of time to do that. Just I go game prob- by game. Right. I could probably go do that. Yeah, I know you could. And you, I'll tell you this too. That would get. If that didn't get millions of views, I'd be stunned. Right. Like, here's all 800 of Tom Brady's attempts yes. this year. And you could do it in, like, four minutes. And I could put a, a ticker on below as dropped balls. Yes. I would love to know how many dropped drop, drop. I mean, I, I'm sure that's that's out there. I would love to know how, how many. Uh, what's the completion percentage? Do you have that? Well, he's completed uh, 381 of 579. I so that's, like, that. that's 60%. Yeah, Let's it's see, more than it's thirty fifty percent. Right, three of right three three fifths would be sixty percent. So he's more than that. I wouldn't even know how to do that with my calculator. Divide like, the attempts what... by the completions. Right, hold on, Jerry. I believe, mm-hmm. or no? See the completions by saying. attempts. Right, you you divide the weird thing. So I'm yeah, take the lower the... number by the higher number. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to say that's sixty three percent. I have no idea if that's right or not. Sixty five. Okay. By the way. I know it's not 70%, but he's completing 65% of his passes, and he's got a lot of drops. That tells me he's still pretty good. Pretty good. But is he pretty good, Jerry? Well, no, that's Brock Purdy. He's pretty good. He's pretty Uh, good. Tom Brady is Brady good. Pretty good. Pretty pretty damn good for his career. Did you ever have to get one of those calculators? I didn't because I uh, I never took advanced math in any way. Yeah, I know where you're going. One of those calculators had all those 
button. So you're like, what are yeah. these for? Co-signing? In college, I believe I had to get one, and I dropped the class first day. <laughs> I, there two classes. I went to Jersey City State College, <laughs> and when I got there, so at Uppsala, which is where your friend puts on his resume so no one can check if he graduated or not right. uh, before they closed, I took mostly basic classes and uh, and communications. When I went to Jersey City State College, they didn't accept all my credits, so I kind of had to start not over, but I started as a sophomore instead of a senior, which was really awesome. Um, and w- part of my first semester classes, I'll never forget, was I took like, I think it was Spanish six or something, because I thought that would six. be, co- yeah, I thought that would be cool, because I took Spanish in high school for four years. I took it one year at Uppsala, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to continue this. I want to learn to speak Spanish for real. I took Spanish six, maybe seven. I forget what it was. And I took this, I guess, calculus or some nonsensical math class. Yeah. Both classes, day one. Yeah, right back to the office. Uh, we're not doing this. Right. There and I g- bought the calculator, too. Yeah. Calculator with, like, cosine. Of, yeah. What are... Really useless. You ever wonder, like, useless. what is the point of it? Right, because we're allowed to use calculators in real life. Yes. But even that. So I get... Addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. I understand all yeah, that. I really that. do. When you get into these other signs and symbols, why? We don't need it, Jerry. Unless you're scientists. getting into the field that uses it. And I got to be honest with you. St- sitting here, I couldn't even pick one field that uses it aside from, yep, couldn't come up with one. Um, what's Probably the point chemist. of it? Probably a chemist, Jerry. Uh, okay. A chemist? Yeah, that's right. I was going to say an architect or something. Or an architect. That's got like coordinates and yeah. do plans and stuff like that. You know, few people do that, though. Very and yet few. We have, we have like classes in high school for that. Yeah. Why? And yet, Cherry, we can't figure out our own finances. Let's well, have a right. class on that. That's what high school should be. Personal finance, a checkbook, a budget, going into the grocery store. It sounds ridiculous. I don't know. How about this? Fixing a flat tire. Life skills, Al. Would that be a full semester class fixing a flat tire? No, I would, but that no. I would but, need. Yeah, no. I, would, I would probably need the semester. That could be part of the curriculum of like at home life skills. Okay, those are things you should know. It's going to help you. Oh, I'm cramming for my test on how to change a flat tire. Well, whatever. You get what I'm saying. I mean, come nuts on, loosen first. Because that's the thing people do wrong, Jerry, right? They jack the car up first, then they loosen. Yes. You can knock the car right off the jack. Yes. If you have a if you have a gun, you can you can jack the car up and do that. But if you can't, loosen the lug nuts first, jack the car up, and then spin the lug nuts off, pull the tire off, tire back on, tighten them, and then you're good to go. And then when you drop the car, then you really tighten them, mm-hmm. and then you're good. Uh, by the way, I just taught you how to fix a flat in like eight seconds. Thank you, Jerry. You're my, yeah, my pleasure. All right, great friends, great tequila. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. We'll take a quick break. We got a whole lot more to do. We'll take it to six o'clock. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. The this? this might be the worst Christmas song of all time. <laughs> I actually think Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer is pretty terrible. <laughs> this but, Culture Club? No, this is Cheap Trick, and they took their song, I Want You to Want Me, and wow. just changed it to I Want You for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Get <Wow>. nude! <laughs> I, I never heard this before, so... Here it is now, Jerry. Kicks in. Bang I do like... The Twisted Christmas is one I do like a lot. That one's pretty. They don't do that anymore, right? Live? No. They stopped doing that. Boomer loves that one. Yeah, well, it was pretty good. I mean, listen to this nonsense. I got to be honest. The fact that I've never heard this is surprising. Yeah. You would think they would have played this a lot. (laughs) Yeah, you got to go deep cuts into some Christmas playlists to find this one. You got some deep cuts, all right. By the way, I thought very cool. So as I as I tested positive for COVID, not once, but twice last night, part of the reason why I did test was because I felt warm, you know, I um, could feel a fever coming on. Kind of cool. 101.9. Oh, your fever was 101.9. And I'm angry that I didn't take a picture of it because ah, I thought that was neat. That is cool. Yeah. What's uh, dangerous levels for temperatures when they I go? Think, I think 10, Eddie would know better. 103? For an adult, 103, 104. Okay. To, go to, a, to go to a hospital. Yeah. yeah, but not for a child. Yeah. Oh, children run much hotter, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't blood. know that. 
Yeah, how about that, Jerry? How about that? By the way, you sent this to me this morning, and a couple people sent it to me yesterday. I'm glad you uh, sent it as a reminder. This video uh, <laughs> yes. of 1980s NFL football where it's the Dallas Cowboys against the then-Washington Redskins. Yep. And uh, Danny White, the quarterback, gets in a brouhaha. After he throws a touchdown pass, I don't even remember this player, Rod Barksdale. Yeah, he throws a TD pass. The game's in Washington. There's a bit of pushing and shoving. And then Danny White just goes over and shoves a Washington lineman to the ground and then gets on top of him. Yeah, this was a brouhaha, as you like to call it. Yeah, a real brouhaha. And you know what was awesome about it? The penalties just offset. They were just like, this yeah. guy's fighting, he's fighting, all good. We're moving on. Pretty much. You, I, you know what I love about that video more than anything? The fight's fine. I thought you would like it because it's Danny White. Yeah. And you got guys flying all over the place. Is there a more... Is there a, a better video or picture that signifies 1980s football than the Cowboys in the dark blue road jersey at RFK Stadium against the then Redskins in that white and I mean that right there is 1980s NFL right that's awesome yes it was so great and the referees you could tell the referees were annoyed that they were fighting but they weren't going to figure out this person punched first this person shouldn't have retaliated they just went uh uh, on sports but like this team that team let's move on (laughs) yeah yeah no fines no ejections nobody thrown out no no penalty flags thrown just all right i would love to know like i would love to go back and watch a game like that and see on a play of that nature how many replays they show you because like today when there's whether it's a pass, whether it's a fight, you get every angle, you get beaten over your head six times with it, and you see everything that everybody does. So it's very easy to criticize the officials for what they decide to do or why they go to the replay and it takes them forever to sort it out. Back then, I don't remember, but my guess would be you got one or two replays of one angle and you moved on. Yeah. Which is such an easier way to watch the game, too. Yeah, just like these guys are punching each other, everyone's in pads, we're all good. I couldn't agree more. Just play the game. Let's go. Then all the players are going up to Danny White on the sideline like, good job. You got our backs. I know, and I'm not going to see him now the rest of the season. I'd love to ask him about this. Right. You say, do you remember that brawl? Yes. You, you had to uh, shove a Washington player and then get on top of him, give him the business. Because there's now, now I have an opening to ask him about the cheerleader. Right. <laughs> oh, and the other thing going around the internet, Danny, is you making out with a cheerleader. <laughs> well, that was a trading card, in fairness. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, there wasn't a video of that. I don't think there was, but no. I know the card. Yeah, and the photo, uh, the regular photo of yes. it is cool, too. Exactly. I got to get a, a copy of that and have you get that signed for me. Him kissing the cheerleader? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we got to find the cheerleader. I got to get her to sign it, too. That'd be a great... Uh, a product, Jerry. That would be cool. That's something more that I should do for you for your birthday. Yes. To be quite honest. Oh, that'd be awesome. I know. You I have know. till next September, Jerry. Uh, yes, I have plenty of time. The problem is I'm not going to see him. <laughs> Good point. Kind of problematic. Now, uh, another thing related to that is the NFL, today's NFL, Jerry, is discussing making roughing the passer reviewable. Yeah. And more, this one I don't like, more ejections for illegal hits on QBs. Do you, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think we will ever get to a point? Now, me asking this question, you know, 10 years ago is unheard of, I think. Maybe not. Do you ever think we'll get to a point in our lifetime where you cannot tackle the quarterback? Yes. Yeah, I do. And I mean behind the line of scrimmage. I don't mean yeah. when he scrambles and runs. I do, too. Because I don't know. There were a couple this weekend it's like, what are you looking at? The guys are just tackling another guy on the field. If you can't do that, then don't even have a pass rush. Right. It's really complicated. And, you know, you've got the, you brush the helmet with your hand, it's a flag. You go for the ankles, it's a flag. Um, If you take two steps instead of a step and a half, it's a flag. In real time, by the way, in real speed, which I don't think people realize how quick that stuff happens, the whole thing. I don't know. I think back to when Boomer played, and the not that you want to see these guys take a beating. I understand you want to protect them and keep them on the field. I get it. But you're getting to a point where it really is going to be flag football for the quarterback. Yeah, and I guess it's it's good if they're going to if they're going to call roughing the passer, and then upon looking at it, we all on, at home know it's not. 
then maybe reviewing that and going, yeah, we're picking the flag up. Which is fine. I, I don't disagree with you. The problem is it slows the game down even more. Yeah. Because think about how many times you get a a quarterback hit. Like, are they going to review anything that might be questionable, whether they called it or not? Yeah, see, I would hope that, yeah, I don't know. Right. Right, yeah, you're right. So and that we're doing that, what, every play? I don't know. The game's become so technical. The catch rule is ridiculous. You know, I, I get, like, if a ball hits the turf and it comes free from the receiver, it's incomplete. But if you got your hands on the ball, <laughs> even if it hits the turf and you've got your hands on the ball, you caught the ball. Yeah, I like when they do. They zoom in so close; it's blurry. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm with you. We're it really for is. that blade of grass. And it's what you've always said. You watch an NFL game now; big play happens. It's like, hold on, gotta wait about five, six seconds. Make sure there's no flag on the play. And then even then, sometimes you get the late flag coming in from the secondary. Yeah. It's really frustrating. Or if it if you don't get a flag, you get a challenge flag. It's like, oh, we're gonna take a look at it. Right. You're waiting for the red flag to come from the sideline from the uh, coach running down. And I don't want ejections for hits on QBs. That's stupid. Because then, then you take a, a a major player out of a game. Sure. Well, this comes back to what I was asking Boomer yesterday about the whole, you know, hitting a defenseless receiver. You're playing football. You're, you're trying to time it to where he, he can't hit him early because that's a penalty. If you time it where he catches it and then you lay him out, now that's hitting it. What do you want them to do? Just run up to him, hug him? Right, and again, like you're saying, in real time. So now yeah. do this in real time. Happens so fast. Anyway, you got a, a sports minute from Miss Lawrence? I sure do. Uh, Amy Lawrence on Steph Curry being hurt again. Come huh. on. <laughs> it's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, not much time left. Uh, Knicks did win last night. They beat the Bulls in overtime. They play again in Chicago tomorrow night. That's always weird. Uh, five in a row for the Knicks. What else, Al? What do you think of this Noah Syndergaard deal, Jerry? Going to the Dodgers, $13 bucks seems like a lot. Uh, it is, especially for someone who did next to nothing last year. It's only yeah. one year, but I agree. Good framing at $13 million. Great. Whatever. How many starts is he even going to get? Is he even going to be a starter? I don't even know what he's pitching. I don't know. He. I don't even know what he is anymore. He did, he wasn't a starter for the film. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.